the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. because we want what's best for Arizona and for our country. As I head to serve our great state in the United States Senate, I pledge... I pledge to double down on this approach. During my six years in Congress, I've tried to be a cheerful warrior, willing to work with literally anyone to get things done. I'm not sure why that was so funny. But. I didn't either. And find our common ground. And I'm proud of how this approach has worked. We've delivered <laughs> real results for families, for veterans, and for business in Arizona. Well, there and you go. This is. I can't believe she ended up winning this election. Yeah, yeah. This is. Kristen Cinema, of course, mm-hmm. right? Remember the the witch sympathizer, right? Remember? Yeah. She was the far. She's far left. This is the Arizona, right? We we thought, you know, Martha McSally had won. They right. announced that she had won until the recount, and then Kristen. I'm gonna I'm gonna start, you know, and remember she she was the one that uh, a, a number of years ago she invited the um the 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 coven right the right the the the, the pagan cluster coven of Arizona to, to come to one of her rallies, you know, and I you know. It just seems so far off the wall. And and I'm going to start calling her Samantha, right? You know, do you oh, remember yeah. the, the Bewitched. show? Bewitched. Yeah. I love that show. Right. She kind of looks like Samantha. You know, she's Okay. She's I don't blonde. know if I've seen her. Oh, she's I just blonde. read the article. Very pretty. Can I say pretty? Can I call a woman pretty on the air? Is that, I, I that, think that's safe. Maybe um, not, though. Is that... Uh, Anyways, a very, a very attractive right. blonde, about the same age as lives right. in Montgomery when, you know, she was filming that. Um, I keep an eye on this one. Yeah. Um, we'll see how she does uh, in her career because, to me, this was kind of a shocker. Um, that after we had thought McSally had won, um, so we'll see. But you know, yeah, and and 
I don't know that the um, the pagan cluster. So this is this. I went to their website, Carrie. Okay. Um, and uh, here's their website. Grounded in magic and activism, moving between shadow and light, we gather in community to work the deep and radical magic of resisting the destruction of all we love and support, all working for justice and liberty. Rooted together, we crack through the concrete to grow and use our gifts to heal the earth and her people. Okay. Um, the Pagan Cluster is a loose gathering of individuals and affinity groups who who bring an earth-based spiritual, spirituality to global justice and peace actions. With courage and friendship, our community strives to create a better world. We practice the art of changing global consciousness by incorporating music, drums, ritual, myth, humor, and magic into our actions. And, you know, they, so they show up at all these rallies, mm-hmm. these left-wing rallies, and they do their chants, you know, when they're marching on, you know, Washington or whatever. Right. So here's one of their chants. The earth is alive. She is not for sale. When her people work together, yes, we will prevail. I, I mean, is, is this the midterm election that won't die, Carrie? I mean, we're I going into Thanksgiving, and this election just seems to keep going right. and going Usually, and going once everybody takes a like a sigh of relief that you don't have to listen to the political ads or the or the news of election whatever's decided is done you hopefully went out and did your vote and did what you could to control it and at least if you made your vote count and whether you're a party one or the person you were not you move on and then there's other news where this is just lingering and right and and a lot of ohio stuff going on of course you know um you know, Renacy's upset because he's saying that the the GOP you know money machine didn't back him in his Senate race. That's why he lost the Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown's on cloud nine talking about running for POTUS in, oh, in twenty twenty, and a lot of people think there's some you know traction there. Then you have um, now um, Jim Jordan just lost his bid. He wanted to become that what well, would be the minority leader right. in the House right now since. Nancy Pelosi looks like, well, we'll see if she get regains her majority <laughs> leadership. But, um, you know, because Paul did, Ryan's right. retiring. But and- did you see, I saw there was a move. I watched this. I tried to not watch that much political news this week. And there's a whole movement. Hashtag, uh, what was it? Something like not Nancy this time or something that there. Uh, yeah. And Democrats are trying to. I'm not sure exactly what. It right. Was, I mean, I mean, I know Nancy. Maybe or- guess I'm, you know, nothing against Nancy, um, but <laughs> maybe someone younger. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe someone a little less elite. Yeah, or or a little less out of touch from the rest of America, maybe. Um, you know, but um, so anyways, Jim Jordan, he didn't get his bid. You know, Kevin McCarthy, who was Paul Ryan's handpicked, you know, successor. Okay. He'll have the minority. And then we have the now. Um, and actually, talking about Pelosi, we actually think that our own um, uh, Marsha Fudge is going to challenge her. Okay. Um, and, you know, she's, you know, the plane dealers reporting, she's considering to, uh, making a, a run against Nancy. So uh, we'll see. So I, I don't know. Is it just me or does this midterm election feel different? Yeah. Go ahead, it's all, it's different this time, right? Isn't that the theme of America lately? Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial 
Food for Thought. We're a financial educational radio talk program here to give you helpful information about issues and news and concepts that hopefully can educate our listeners and hopefully make them or allow them to make better financial choices. We are sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is a fee-based local Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm that's been helping people for more than 30 years in the Cleveland area through unbiased objective advice and analysis. And our recommendations are always based on detailed analysis um, that we um, objective detailed analysis. And we're also known for comprehensive coordinated customized plans and we also help people with hourly planning and made those changes over the years as many people you know do pieces and parts of planning themselves but usually there's some gap or some area we can possibly help with we offer a free consultation for people who want to come in uh, we'll talk about the show different ways we may be able to help you um, but I wanted to remind people you can come in for a free consultation um, we do that by phone or in person we have offices around the greater Cleveland area and also we have um, a website you can go to financialfoodforthought.com you can sign up for newsletters i have posted the january planning classes um they're in middleburg heights we have an ira and roth planning class and a retirement planning class posted there um you can sign up now they're free to attend um and those are in January. I know a lot of times right now with the holidays, um, people aren't thinking quite about that. That's why I haven't done classes and we haven't had time because we're in our busy season with year-end planning. I know, Mark, we're, we both have some case studies on that issues. It's looking for opportunities in this 2018 tax year that you can take advantage of, especially with the new tax laws. It makes it much more complicated than a normal crazy year-end planning season. Right, and still the, the still ideas, you know, we're beyond, you know, we're in mid-November now, and, and you want to make sure that you don't, um, like if you have a required minimum distribution, you make sure that get done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're thinking about a Roth conversion, you know, are you still have room in your to do that? Um, you have to start making some final decisions now because as we get closer to the end of the year, gets bottlenecked because you know as the baby boomer wave gets into these annual decisions and things that they have to do with their year-end right. planning mm-hmm. you're not the only one who's trying to get something done by december 31st which this year um i believe the last friday in december is december 28th so and with the ho- the way the holidays are falling um we talk to our clients about getting what's the drop dead date you're going to hear us talk about that right you, and, then, you, and, and, what, and let me talk okay. about what they what you mean by right. that carrie right you know, in other words so if you have not done your required minimum or you're still thinking of doing a roth conversion those things have to be done by december 31st so what carrie what what, what carrie's referencing to is that if you haven't done that yet, you might want to at least call your investment advisor or the custodian of your plan and ask them. They say, you know, or find out on their website if they're publishing a what we call a drop dead date, or in other words, a date that they say, hey, if if you want to make sure that we guarantee that this event gets done by December thirty first, you have to have the good paperwork into us by a certain date. Right. And for some, we've heard from clients December 3rd, December 7th. I know also if people have non-qualified annuities, because sometimes if you don't have IRAs, um, I'll talk about it in my case. Um, You're still you know, trying to target something right, for this something tax year. Something taxable to max out lower brackets or a zero bracket. Some of those have been December 14th. To say. So, right. and, you know, and, that's only yeah. a few weeks away. And, and one we, that I was checking on this week, the client called back and said, Mark, they're saying December 29th. And it's, uh-huh. and it's like, well, 
is who's did you talk to the agent, your investment advisor, or did you talk to the custodian? Because I don't know if I would go that far and and, and, and try to trigger one of these, uh, you know, on December 29th. Just because I do a lot with the clients, making sure the paperwork gets submitted, even if they're doing distributions throughout the year. And I get um, either the client gives us permission to call or I get the client on and we call together. And so sometimes it's easier than I know the questions to ask. It's calling and saying, and I typically, when a company gets paperwork on average, it could be a couple days before it gets reviewed. Is yeah. it in good order? Because well, you're not the only baby boomer who's doing this. And that could be any time during the hour that seems standard. It takes some time to get in their system. And then from the time it's in good order, starts their normal processing. Some companies are three to four days. Some are seven to ten. And those are business days. So that's why you really need to be careful of those dates to make sure that doesn't happen. Mark, remember, we had that case. Yeah, we've learned from past experiences. When when clients said, oh, no, it can get done by, it was like the last right, week in I, December right, and without a problem. Right. She, right. We, 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 our client was, you know, they were, she wanted to trigger a Roth conversion before December 31st. So she had called her investment advisor and he said, oh, Mrs. Smith, no problem. Um, you know, even though it was late in December, it was still plenty of time to get it done. So uh, we followed up in, after the new year and, you know, when we, because, we, you know, one of the things, the first thing we do in January for our clients is we gather their net worth because we have a, we have a written plan that projected where we think their net worth should be at the end of one year, any one year, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing we do in maintenance is say, okay, are we there? Are you, right. are you ahead of plan? Are you behind the plan? Why do we need to make changes? Anyways, when we were looking over the information, then we, we realized that we like, wait, I don't see, uh, documentation that the Roth conversion was done and the client hadn't even noticed it. She's going, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, in other words, there was, there was no, uh, showing on her IRA statement that the, the money moved over to a Roth IRA. So she called, this is now in the first week of January, right? Or the second mm-hmm. week in January, whenever we did it. And so she calls her investment advisor and he said, well, I don't know, Mrs. Smith. Let me check on that. She comes back and says, Oh yeah, it didn't get done. Oh, but don't worry, Mrs. Smith, we're going to do it right now. And and luckily, our client did not say, go ahead and do it right now. She called us back and said, well, it didn't get done. They're going to do it right now. And I said, well, hold up here. Well, hold the train. Because right. I, we wanted it for tax purposes. We had planned for it happening last year. I'm not so sure we want to do it this tax year. But, you know, and, and see, that's so so the, the investment advisor was going to compound the error. Mm-hmm. By just making a, an off the cuff, oh, sorry, we didn't get it done last week, meaning last year, we'll get right. it done this week, meaning a whole new tax rate. Hold on. This is why coordination of advisors is so important. Right. And that's what the estate planning team does. And, uh, you know, if you want to take advantage of, we have some limited openings to look at these year end planning issues and opportunities. And you can call the estate planning team and schedule. You can either do it by phone or in person. We do have evening availability. That's 440. 440- 239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Also, if you want to come in for other issues, sometimes we have people wanting to retire and then, you know, by year end that still come in. Um, we're scheduling appointments now through actually. Is that a hint, Carrie? The end of. No, hint for what? Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, through the end of January for people or people want to resolute and start the year out right. We can go. We've had a couple people on the January schedule that if you just want to go ahead and start. But we have people who make, you know, decide to retire and 
Or sometimes it's a forced retirement. We've had those um, over the last month. Yeah, I'm just making sure that you're not planning on no, retirement at the oh, end no, of the No, I'm not going anywhere. Um, and you can call, again, for that free consultation or, or go to the website and sign up for our new um, January planning classes at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, and listen to Mark Dolly and Kara Waddell, and we're the current co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 33 years. Mm-hmm. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And this is kind of our happy Thanksgiving show, right, mm-hmm. Carrie? So we'll wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Um, we, you know, we don't normally record on the weekend of Thanksgiving because right. everybody, you know, deserves a right. holiday and spend time the family. So this show will probably be repeated. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything you didn't catch on today's program, you can check Maybe in. Maybe you'll be out doing the holiday shopping um, next right. weekend. Um, and <laughs> we hope everyone has a good Are you going to do any Black Friday shopping? Oh, no, I never is, do that. Is, is Black Friday like done? I don't know. I never. Is I maybe like did years ago. Like, I think a, like, like a burnt turkey? In I think it, 10 it? years ago, I went out at like four in the morning and people were fighting in Target over a cart and somebody threw something. Yeah, at I mean, and I just walked out and said, you know what? There's uh, yeah, nothing I, mean, I want. I think if you know what you want to buy that, and there's certain deals that you've seen, and you you do purposeful shopping, it may not be a bad idea. But f- if you're just, I don't know. Some people still, I know, enjoy it. I know um, I have friends and family that love to do it. Yeah. I'm just not a, but to I'm me, not a shopper anyway. Well, to me, the world of Amazon and now Walmart's get, is promising free shipping and yeah, delivery. I'm just not now, a shopper. So Target. I mean, is the is the days of you know really getting up at four in the morning, three in the morning to wait in line on a cold, blistery? Oh, and you day know, a lot that, of stores start at like Thanksgiving evening. Well, that's the other point. It's like it's just pushed back. I mean, right. And every year, it's in like the Black Friday sale start. It's it starts like, early at yeah, three o'clock it, or five o'clock it's, on. It's like the POTUS election. That's right. all we're here now for the next <laughs> two years. Um. So yeah. So um. I don't know, but we'll see how the Black Friday sales go. All right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So this is this is a time um, we do a lot of um, you know year-end planning, and we have a couple of uh, cases. You got a case, Gary, mm-hmm. that you're going to go through. I've got one that we'll go through. Um, and I don't know. I just hopefully um, we can stop talking about the midterm elections. But to me, it's like they just won't die. I mean, maybe we'll know by Thanksgiving who won Florida, you know, hopefully. Um, but, uh, y- you know, we'll see. Um, I've got a rock and roll birthday boomer. All right. And I think the cut I'm going to play kind of sums up, to me, this midterm election. Okay. Okay. So our rock and roll birthday boomer. Let me see if I can give you a clue. Um, he was born on this date in 1946. Okay. He's a senior baby boomer. Right? All right. He's British. Is that him? No, that doesn't. Um, But um, so I'm going to give you the cut I'm going to play is from 1972. Okay. How are you doing the seven? Mm, Not usually. I don't know if you're going to get his name. I'm going to give you what I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you lyrics. Okay. um, Oh, that probably won't help in all honesty. And to the cut, because if you can get the cut, I'll give you the the win today. I'll give you go easy on Thanksgiving. I don't think you're going to get the guitarist name of the band, but um, oh no. Um, but uh, okay. So here's part of the lyrics, and see if you think this has any relation to our midterm election. Okay. The title destruction, the moral melee. Does that help you? No, not a bit. 
Um, the elastic retreat rings the close of play as the last wave uncovers the newfangled way. Did we oh. have a blue wave, Carrie? Mm, no, I don't think so. It's, that's a toss-up, right? Um, okay, this I one. I, one of the news said it was a half a wave, not a wave. They were saying not a wave you could surf, but maybe a little wave. You right. could. Okay, <laughs> not that I've ever surfed before, but Me either. Um, all right, now um, it's hard to do that on Lake Erie. Um, okay, I know this is the lyric here that probably you know. I really don't mind if you sit this one out. See, Carrie, right now, I would say the majority of the baby boomer rock and rollers know what song I'm talking about. Okay. But that doesn't, that opening line doesn't do anything for you. Not even a bit. But I think there's a lot of, you know, maybe people or politicians were hoping that maybe that the Americans sat this election out because it was was a high turnout and maybe you're not happy, but maybe you are happy with the results. Um. Let's see if I can. Um, here's the last one, and then Carrie, I'll say, um, "Your wise men don't know how it feels to be thick as a brick." Yeah, not. That doesn't do anything for you. No, not hmm. even close. Okay, well, we'll keep tuned for that one. All right, so Carrie, so um, you know, we're we're talking about um, year-end planning, and let's. You know, what do we mean by that? Well, it's, it's always the idea that any, every, you know, year stands alone. In other words, you know, your decisions, financial decisions you make this year, it might not be the same ones you make next year or, or the following year or the following year. You know, life changes, obviously. Um, you should be coordinating with your other advisors to be looking like, I mean, the standard stuff, you know, are you looking to harvest some losses before year end? Are you making sure that you, you, you're not missing a required minimum distribution? Um, and are you, you make sure that you've got enough taxes paid in? You know, again, we all year we've been talking about the idea that we have a new tax law for 2018. And it, unbeknownst to you, or maybe without your consent, as maybe we're saying it, your payroll departments or your custodians, if you have set pensions and things mm-hmm. like that, where you have withholding on, they might have lowered your federal withholding because they were told to do that by the government. Right. Um, but in reality, they may have lowered it too much and you may end up owing on, you know, April 15th, you know, in other words. And so the warning by the IRS and, and other professionals have been going out all year. You've got to check your withholding and, and, and make sure that you think that you've got enough paid in, um, and so right now, you know, the, you know, we're working with a lot of our clients, tax preparers, and, and, and we're getting their latest pay stubs and their pension stubs. A lot of times you don't get a pension stub. You got to request it or, you know, call them up and say, Hey, can you throw me a bone here and give me the year to date numbers? Um, and the idea is, you know, you got to work with your safe harbors and say, okay, how much withholding should I have? You know, so I'm, you know, it's okay to owe money on April 15th unless you owe too much. You right. Know, then as long as you owe without a penalty. Right. And those are the safe harbors we talk about all the time. Um, you know, and so the idea is, yeah, you sometimes have got to, you know, it's still not too late. You know, if, if you are under withheld, there may, you may still have time, meaning there's still, you may still have a few pays left that you can adjust the, to the withholding to what you need. 
So you don't get fan mail from the IRS, right. uh, you know, April 15th. The other thing, too, is if if maybe there wasn't enough withholding on your pension or maybe you didn't elect any withholding on your Social Security. And, you know, so you're 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 under the withholding for your safe harbor, but you haven't done your required minimum distribution yet. Well, that's a good opportunity that says, OK, when I I've, I've got to get my required minimum distribution done. But now I know what withholding election I need to make. Now, what even you're talking about that, but also it's cash flow needs, especially people are worried about the market. You know, maybe you don't have cash flow needs between now and the end of the year. Maybe you do with gifting in the holidays. But what if you need cash flow or yeah, additional expenses coming up the early part of 2019? Maybe it will be cheaper to raise the cash you need in 2018 for early 2019, depending on what other things are going to be going on in 2019. I know we have some people that for work get bonuses um, and they're being deferred. So maybe they want to make some maneuvers this year. So there's a lot of things to look at, which actually helps people get more net benefit. So it's not just about, it is about the tax, but it's also creating the cash flow people need long term as tax efficiently as possible. All right, so you've got a, a, a year-end right. plan, okay? So, so why don't right. you? Um, All right, so I was talking about year-end planning issues and opportunities, and oh, here, did you forget to turn? Your that's phone? not my phone, Mark. I think I'm that's sorry. yours. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, because <laughs> I always make sure mine's silence before. Who's I know? No, 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 not call me when I'm on the air. Am I? <laughs> All right. Probably those million telemarketers. I probably I'm sorry. get go ahead. Go six ahead. or seven. But anyways, I wanted to talk about the cumulative benefit of looking at um, planning examples. We have a client. We've had this client for more than 10 years. And I actually went back the last eight years, starting in um, or last eight or nine years, starting in 2010 beyond. And she happened to be in a zero bracket most of those years. Um, she had a small pension, Social Security. She had quite a bit of assets. And when she started with us, she had a small IRA. She had some E-bonds and she had some old annuities. Um, so over the years, we've, you know, helped do our, what we call is our life flow plan, which is our math model that we do these long-term projections and getting her the um, spending that she needed and the cash flow for, she had home improvement. She wasn't a really big traveler. She did a little bit of family gifting, um, so she wasn't a big spender, but we were able to, you know, when she first started with us, she was in a zero bracket and she said, well, I don't have to do anything. Now, some years she itemized, some she didn't. Um, but over the years, we were able to take money. It started out with her IRAs. Um, some years it was also looking at our e-bonds that were maturing and our annuities. And we were able to calculate, depending on what other things were hitting on her tax return and how she was itemizing and different medical expenses, to see how much more she could pull from these tax-qualified assets or tax-deferred assets and max out her zero bracket. That's a that's, that's a no-brainer. Especially because the first quarter for her um, was expensive. She had a long-term care premium an old policy that she had actually she got probably 15 years ago um, and she was lucky enough to have low premium. She had a, a small life insurance, but she usually had some other expenses that she did early on. Right. Some maintenance, home maintenance stuff. Yeah. So if you're in retirement and you're in a zero bracket and you can get money out of your tax qualified plans, basically tax free because you have the room to do it. I don't know if you'll ever get it out mm-hmm. less than that tax wise. Right. So just going back to 2010. Now, every year varied because of what she was itemizing the e I'm not going to go in that much detail, but in 2010, I'm going to use round numbers. 
we were able to, she was able to get 3000 out additional without paying any taxes. Okay. In 2011 it was 4000. 2012 it was 3500, 2013 was 4000, 2014 was 4500, 2015 was 5000, 2016 was again about 3000, and 2017 was 6000 and 2018 this year Actually, because of some of the new tax law changes, she got rid of all her e-bonds. She was able to do 7000 Bam! So it was almost 48000 she was able to do out of that time period and pay no taxes on money that she thought at some point she would have to pay taxes. That's like, you know, taking those tax qualified, those tax deferred assets where they were tax deferred, not necessarily tax free, mm-hmm. like a Roth IRA but, or a muni bond, but actually turning them into tax free. Right. And, and some of the things that she's got to look, because now she's in her 80, mid 80s and the travel's done early on. Maybe she would go some family trips and day trips. She doesn't really spend money. She doesn't want a new car. She loves her car. She replaced it probably five years ago, said she doesn't put that many miles. She's going to keep it. Other than going out, he probably, she volunteers, she knits, she does some reading. One thing we talked about, because she's like, sometimes I don't know what to spend the money. You know, we've had this conversation about she's paying someone to, she still lives in her home, to clean her house. Like, do some of, like, even though you're not spending on hobbies, she's so tired of cleaning. Yeah. She's so tired of cooking. So now she eats out more with her friends. She has somebody coming in clean once a week. So even though you're not spending it on the same things as maybe somebody else, the travel and the hobbies or the golf or whatever, theater tickets, that you're spending it on something else that's going to make your life easier. Lifestyle spending. yeah, That's the category that we use at the estate planning team when we're building a custom financial plan. It's discretionary. It could be some people. It could be. Uh, and we even keep that separate from travel. Right. Actually, you know, we travel as its own category. But you know, but lifestyle. It could be hobbies. It could be golfing. It could be gardening. It could be whatever your hobby is. It could just be family. A lot of times, it's mm-hmm. family outings. They want to know. You know, the, our clients want to know. Hey, can we? You know, go out to dinner with our family. Right. Or, you know, or, or you know, or just eat yourself. More entertainment. Um, going out to the like you're saying the shows or the sporting events or something like that. It's you know you know we can say a hobby, but it is lifestyle spending or getting more help around the house. Right. Um, you know you want to you know you know a lot of times people don't want to leave their house. They love mm-hmm. their house, but they need help. They need outside help. You know they need right. inside help, and that's another form of that. So so curious. so I'm just saying I wanted to explain Somebody that that was a, the uh, they left me a voice. Oh, you have to check there. that the cumulative benefit over time and taking the time to look at these issues. So that's almost fifty thousand you took out and pay no taxes on it. So there's opportunities, you know, if you just look for them and that's what we do at the estate planning team. If you want to look for us to look at that for you and look what opportunities you may be missing out on. Remember, we offer the free consultation. We only recommend our services if you're someone who can benefit from the type of plan we offer and you can come in for a free consultation at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit the website and sign up for our January planning classes at financialfoodforthought.com. Remember, we have hourly and retainer options um, to meet your needs. It's the IRS, Carrie. Ooh. You know oh, the IRS doesn't one, call you, Mark. That's one of the scams. Wait, wait, see if I can play this. They left me a voicemail. All right. IRS has filed a lawsuit against your name for tax evasion. So before anything goes wrong, give us a call back as soon as possible at our callback number. Thank you. Well, thank you. Oh, Gary, have you gotten any of these? 
I've gotten ones that say your social, I got actually two this week that my social security, it was a kind of, it was a mail robo call that's saying my social security number was associated with criminal, associated with criminal activity. If I didn't call this number, I, uh, you know, they were going to file a lawsuit, right. but I didn't call back. So if you've never heard this before, don't get excited. It's no. a scam. Yeah. Now they're using automated calls. Um, has filed a lawsuit against your new so tax evasion. Okay, so they want you to call back. And can I tell you, tell people, don't call back. Well, I, I don't. Made, well, I gonna, made the mistake a couple of years back. ago. That's I'm just saying, because they will keep calling you. I did that. I was home. I think I, had a few, I was sick from work one of the few days. And I was mad that they were calling and harassing me. And I actually talked to a live person. And I called back and I said some not nice things. And they just kept calling me over Okay, weeks. I'm calling back, Harry. <laughs> You're going to open up that can of worms. Let's see if anyone picks up. What happened? What happened there? It says it's busy. They must be getting low. See if anyone picks up. That sounded pretty threatening. Yeah. But the IRS filed a lawsuit. I'm surprised. Usually I call back and then the number sometimes is disconnected or. I don't know if anyone's going to pick up. I I think they want my money. I mean. You'd think they'd pick up even on a Saturday. (laughs) You know, I knew that, you know, President Trump's pick for the new IRS commissioner was confirmed by the Senate, but I don't think that was Charles Reddick on the phone. (laughs) I don't think so either. Well, I guess they're not going to answer, which is typical. So the the point here that apparently this IRS scam is not over, and now they got the robos calling you right instead of the live instead person. of the uh, yeah and you know the the thing is don't panic when you get that phone call you know the IRS has continued to come out and say don't fall for these scams mm-hmm. we do not make personal phone calls okay um, we do not threaten you with lawsuits over the phone. Mm-hmm. Or we do not say you have to get out your credit card number and give it to us, or you're gonna someone's gonna come over to your house and arrest you. Right. All right. Um, and you know, you kind of go from there. Um, all right, Kara. So the, you, the the case study you have, you know, so that that's a that's a no brainer. You know, if you ever you know have if you if you're in a zero tax bracket and and retired and still. Um, deferring in tax qualified plans or tax deferred assets, you might want to look and say, Hey, just off for fun, how much could I get out this year and still remain zero? Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to spend that if you don't want to. Um, you could reinvest it. You could build up your cash reserve. Um, but if that's all set, you know, if it is out of an IRA and you're not in a required minimum distribution yet, or you've already, um, got your required minimum distribution done for the year and you're taking more out of that IRA, for example, you could convert it to Roth IRA, right? Okay. Um, now there's rules about Roth IRAs and we don't have time, you know, we, we, we to go through them all here, but you know, if you, if you, you know, we do talk a lot about, you know, at our classes coming right. up, Carrie, and you said you announced the classes, right? In- January, right? Okay, so what are the class dates? Or I'll go with you thinking about that. But no, okay. I'll, let me pull. I did have it up on my phone. That um, I did. The um, if you ask me, I was trying to get people to go to our website, Mark. 
<laughs> they are Wednesday, January 16th from 3 to 5.30 is the IRA and tax qualified and Roth planning class. And that's in Middleburg Heights at 3 o'clock. And uh, the retirement planning class for people who are close to retirement, 10 years or less, or already in retirement is Tuesday, January 22nd from 6 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. So they're both in Middleburg Heights and they're both on the website. I know what you were doing to carry on your phone. You were checking my lyrics to try to find the the baby boomer. Really don't mind if you sit this one out? No, you can't cheat, Carrie. No, I don't. Um, All right. You think if I cheated, I actually might know 50% of them, and I don't? All right. So so I've got another case study that I was working on. And this is a little bit, maybe a little bit higher um, net worth or net or taxable income individual couple. Um, but it's the same thing. In, in other words, no, they, they've lost the zero tax threshold as, you know, many right. people have. But the question is, what's your next threshold? Mm-hmm. You know, don't ask the neighbor what their threshold is or, you know, might be different or don't ask your, your, <laughs> your grandma, you know, um, but you know, what's yours and, and just worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a, it, and sharpen your own elbows and, and, you know, you look for opportunities in a very complicated tax code and also make sure that you don't wind up getting fan mail from the IRS or, you know, that you, you start working on a longer plan and, and, you know, missing a required minimum, you know, that, that, that comes with a 50% penalty. Now, again, mm-hmm. if you miss a required minimum and we know from the courts, cases and and the public the tax publications that many many baby boomers are missing their required minimum right. there's you know they, they still don't understand the the dates you know that april 1st of the year following the calendar year you attain age 70 and a half right and mm-hmm. what does that mean and 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 and, and things like that um and and again, if you do miss it, don't again, don't panic because so many baby boomers are missing that. You know, the IRS has had to give some relief, right? So there mm-hmm. is a form out there. It's the fifty three twenty nine form. Okay. You know, additional taxes on qualified plans, and that's a form that you and your tax preparer or CPA, if if you're in that unlucky position where you missed the required minimum, that you try. You know, you be upfront. The quicker you get to it, the better. But the idea is, you know, the IRS is showing a lot of leniency especially for first time offenders. Right. Um so you know, you know and you can I don't all... I wonder if I doubt if you're a repeat offender they're going to um <laughs> But, you know, again, you know, just uh, claiming ignorance all the time isn't going to work. Isn't going to fly, right. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, you know, again, what you can see by these case studies that we're going today, where a lot of times we're saying, if you're waiting till 70 and a half to begin to learn about your required minimum distribution rules, you may be waiting too long. Right. Come to the class or better yet, if you come in for the free consultation, we'll actually run your numbers and you'll show if you followed minimum required distribution how much you actually have in that left in that asset um, at your life expectancy. We'll even show how much, if you just follow minimum, how much you pay in taxes, how much is left for your heirs, and how much, really, how much the government gets is the same as how much you pay in taxes. The cumulative amount, and I think you'd be surprised. Um, so the case I was working on, you know, you know. So first of all, you know, the robot said if the if the client doesn't do anything, you know, they're just stand pat. You know, mm-hmm. and, we're, and we worked with their CPA, and, and you know, we know what their you know projected their pro forma twenty eighteen based on the new law, what it's going to mean for them. Okay, and we always zero in maybe on three or four different numbers. 
you know, one is adjusted gross income, right? Because a lot of the tax thresholds are based on adjusted gross income or modified adjusted gross income where you may have to add back in your tax-free interest, municipal interest to AGI to get MAGI, M-A-G-I, modified adjusted gross income. Okay. So in this case, their AGI was 99,250. Okay, then we look at taxable income, okay, because some of the tax thresholds are based on taxable income. You know, that's after, you know, deductions mm-hmm. and things, right? Okay, so their taxable income was 72650 Then, of course, they're interested in, the, what they're interested in is how much is my federal tax going to be, right? right? So in this case, it was 4737 and Ohio was going to be 1384 so total tax 6121 and and currently they're in the new 12% tax bracket. Okay. All right. So, you know, then what's next? Um, well, one of the things is, you know, p- part of their makeup of their income is that, you know, we checked with their investment advisor and they had a lot of year-to-date capital gains. Okay. Okay. So they have taxable brokerage accounts. And so, and, and, you know, and, and again, if you've got taxable accounts, you want to be asking, see, this is what a lot of Americans are going to be upset about, Carrie, because they're, if you're, if, you know, you're going to compare last year's investment performance with this year's investment performance. So last year was a very good year in the markets. Right. And a lot of our clients, you know, actually had double digit returns. Now mm-hmm. they know that's not going to happen. I mean, that, Each you know, and every year, but this year, a lot of them have negative returns year to date. So take advantage of that okay. as far as tax. Well, hold on. This okay. is the problem. Okay. So even though they've got, uh, so you're looking at last year, gee, I had double digit returns. This year, I've got a negative return year to date. But when they look at their realized capital gains, it's the same level as last year. See, see that's the trick. You have to that's look the, the problem. See, see, they were okay when they had a lot of realized capital gains because they have to pay taxes on realized capital gains. Now, remember, if this is an account that's in an IRA, the, the, it's irrelevant because you're only paying taxes on what you're pulling out. Right. If this is in a taxable account, those realized taxable you know gains, you have to pay the, the piper. So they're okay having realized gains when they have a nice return in the market. They're they're kind of shocked when we find out that they have large capital gains and they have a negative return the year in the market. That hurts. Yeah. And what do you say about that? Well, ask your investment advisor, but basically that's the market. See, professional investment advisors, they still have to be active in volatile markets because remember, their plan is long term. They want to say, yeah, but we had to make changes. We had to lock in some gains before a market loss or we're repositioning to to stocks we want to own for the next five years or bonds for the next five years. And bonds have maybe been negative year to date, but we still are taking a bigger risk alternative to all stocks. You can't be 100% stocks. So they're doing what you hired them to do. It's just in a year like this, it hurts. But in either case, don't be blindsided by that. So if, if you're trying to do your year planning and you don't know what your realized capital gains are, you know, call up your investment advisor and say, hey, throw me a bone, you know, you know, and by the way, does your tax preparer doesn't know? He does not going to know what your realized capital gains coordination of advisors, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So we did that. And they, and their, and their investment advisor came back and says, oh, year to day, they got $20,000 in capital gains. All right. But they're in, you know, right now with the taxable income at 72,650. Okay. They're still in the zero long-term capital gain rate. Okay. And the zero qualified dividend rate. All right. So that's maybe a threshold that they want to max out. 
Right. Okay. Um, because as long as they can stay, you know, in uh, uh, now that was a slight change with the tax law this year, right? Um, before that, the the zero percent long term capital gains rate was tied to the fifteen percent tax bracket. Under the new Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it's slightly changed that. It's no longer tied to the brackets. It's actually tied to a taxable income amount. Okay. All right. So married filing jointly, for example, for 2018, that's 77200 okay? okay. So remember, in this case example, right now, their taxable income is at 72650 Okay. Okay. So they got a little bit of room there. So they actually, if they wanted to max out their zero long-term capital gain tax rate or in, and that's also their zero qualified dividend rate. Okay. They have, they could do about a 4.5, about $4,500, uh, additional, you know, tax qualified distribution. Okay. Now they're not 70 and a half yet, so they don't have a required minimum. So they could convert that to Roth or they could build up their cash reserve or reinvest in a, in a, a non-qualified, you know, uh, portfolio. All right. Now I mentioned they were in the 12% bracket. So how much room do they have? If they say, well, Mark, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay. How much room do I have in my 12% bracket? Okay. All right. Now, in this case, you can run a couple of different ways, but I'm going to run them for them the marginal 12%. Okay. Meaning after deductions. Okay. So, you know, in that case, they could do a $30,000 distribution. Okay. Now that's, that's major money, right? Okay. That could help build their cash reserve or, you know, that could kick off a nice Roth conversion strategy. Okay. All right. Now, what now is obviously that's going to increase their taxes. Oh, I didn't give you the last one. Okay. So originally, so right now, if they don't do anything, their federal tax is 4737 If they max out the 0% capital gains rate with a $4,500 Roth conversion, okay, their federal tax is going to be 5277 That's not too much more, right? Right. Okay. Now, but what if they take a big leap and max out the 12%? So now their federal tax is going to be 12000 Well, that may be a little bit too rich for them, right? Right. But what I mean by max out 12%, you know, so if we look at their $12,155 of federal tax based on what their, you know, what their taxable income would be with the $30,000 Roth conversion, that would be $102,650. You so take, you take $12,155 divided by $102,650 and you're going to come out right about to 12%. You know, that's what you're maxing right. out. All right. Um, and then, you know, you're marginally starting to get into the next bracket. Okay. Which, you know, that, and, and, you know, that gets in now next after that, that gets in the 22% bracket and there's tons of room there. Right. Right. But that's a great example of having enough analysis to right. make a good decision. Now we did one more and okay. not necessarily for them, but a lot of people, one of the thresholds that a lot, if you're in the high income is you're wondering, you know, before your Medicare premiums go up. Right. Right. Um, and that's so, an important threshold. Okay, so, you know, and married filing jointly, all right, that's um, $170,000 of modified adjusted gross income, all right? So when we say modified, that means we've got to take their adjusted gross income and add back in their municipal or tax-free interest. Okay. This couple has about $5,000 a year in that category. Okay. All right. So what we're doing is what they wanted to know, well, if I did want to, because we did this, because when we were talking to their investment advisor, th- this couple still, you know, a few years away from required minimum. But based on the investment advisor's projection of rate of return, which he said use about 6%, okay, right. if you don't know what to use, ask your investment advisor, 
you know, give, based on how they have you allocated. Right. Um, it's not guaranteed, of course, but, you know, talk, that's the discussion with you and your investment advisor, right? Um, but so based on that, their projected required minimum distributions were going to be sixty five, sixty, sixty five thousand dollars in a few years. OK, see, this is the point. Did they do you know if that wave is coming for you? Because if they just wait and wait and wait for required minimum, that made them shoot them right through that threshold that they, you know, that 170. Right. So the idea is how much could they do now? All right. Um, and, you know, max that out. So in that case, they could, um, it's pretty, you know, they could, you know, they could really be, they could do about a $60,000. Okay. Now that's getting real expensive. Right. But that would still take their uh, modified adjusted growth income to to just below 170. Now their federal tax is going to be 18,962. Um, state tax 3698. That may be too rich for them. Right. I think it is. I don't think they're going to go with that route, but it just, it starts the ball. It starts the, you start thinking about these things. And, you know, that now, of course, they're in the 22 percent bracket. They might not want to go there. But, you know, but, you know, the idea is they may settle down on maybe some level between zero and 60,000, what they feel comfortable with. But at least now they're making, uh, you know, a hedge against if our government does raise income tax rates in the future. Right. And those are things that we do enough analysis. So you're comfortable with your decision, not only the the benefit as far as the bottom line benefit, but also the peace of mind that you made a good decision. And the estate planning team does that. Remember, we're an Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm. We've been helping people for more than 30 years in the greater Cleveland area. We offer the free consultation either by phone or in person. You can sign up for our newsletters on the website, financialfoodforthought.com or come out to our January planning classes on IRA and Roth planning and IRA and tax qualified asset and the retirement planning class, which are posted on the website and you can sign up now. It's free to attend. We'll have a new workbook also for 2019 or take advantage of the free consultation um, and see how our process is different. Um, and you can call 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Here's a rock and roll birthday boomer. Remember my clues, Carrie? Yeah. The destruction and the morale, and I wrote well, some of them down. <laughs> some of the lyrics I wrote. Here we go. Remember I said the opening line? Mm-hmm. Never heard this before? No. It's not even vaguely familiar. Our rock and roll birthday name, birthday boomer's name Martin Burr, Burr, and 72 today. He's the guitarist, and this is a group called Jethro Tull. Have you ever heard of Jethro Tull? Nope. Not even, like, vaguely familiar. This is a big hit, Gary. Okay. It was 72, yeah. So you ride sails over the field. So, Thanksgiving. So, the malicious millennials, are they ruining Thanksgiving, Gary? Do you hear this? They're, they're upset about the big turkeys. Have you heard this? No. Yeah. So there's a, there's a movement out there that people are really upset that <laughs> we're growing 30-pound turkeys for our dinner I'm table. I'm just sorry. That, you know, I figure if they're upset about anything about Thanksgiving, give me a break. Um, and, you know, and you know, six-pounders is more like it. So, you know, Butterball, you know, they've got the bowling ball version, a 30-pounder. Oh, yeah, but they also have the pickleball version. They, they sell, they'll sell you a six-pounder. 
HelloFresh, you know that thing? Yeah. They're saying the most popular one from there is the 12 to 14 pounders. Okay. Um, and, you know, and, you know, they say, you know, the, the 12 to 14 should feed about 10 people because that leaves them room for the pumpkin pie and whipped cream. In other words, no. Okay, so we're only now limited on how many people we can get together. You know, this, and what about leftovers? I mean, that's well, probably the best part. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the six pounder, is that for me only? Because I want to eat three at dinner and three leftovers. But how about the green bean casserole here? Those are good. Okay. You are they upset about that, too? Well, no, but uh, I'm reading, you know, <laughs> Dorcas Riley was the one who invented that. She worked okay. for Campbell's, right? And she, you know, and, you know, she was the one that came up with the recipe many, many years ago. Um, where they cooked beans and soup, stirred together in a casserole dish with a bit of milk, soy sauce, and black pepper, and then popped in the oven for 25 minutes, sprinkling with a crunchy fried onions, and the dish was ready to serve. A Thanksgiving staple, an estimated 20 million plus households will serve green bean casserole this turkey okay. day. She was very proud of this dish. I'm using her in the past tense. You know why, Carrie? Because she passed away. She just, I'm reading her obituary. At the ripe old age of 92, um, she retired from Campbell's in 1988. Um, her original recipe is in uh, the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Okay. And the original card she wrote it out on. Um, and where it sits near Thomas Edison's light bulb and phonograph and Enrico Fermi's first controlled nuclear reactor. Hmm. So good for Mrs. Riley. And, I thought uh, you were going to say the millennials were upset about it. No. Uh, <laughs> um, so again, so happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Um, if you still are thinking about your year-end planning, it's not too late, but it's getting late. Um, it takes a coordination of advisors, you know, if you're, you know, whether that be your, your tax person, your custodian or your investment advisor, your financial planner, all these things have to work together so it gets done accurately and timely. All right. Come in for a free no obligation consultation or sign up for our planning classes or our newsletter. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com and have a happy Thanksgiving. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM1420 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.